Hey there, welcome to the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Gribble. If you do social media for a K-12 school, then you are in the right spot. We're going to talk all about using social media in a safe and effective way to celebrate your students and your staff and all the awesome things that are happening in your school. So let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. Very excited for you to hear from a repeat guest. Brendan Schneider is a friend of mine. He is the founder and CEO of Schneider B Media. Um, it's actually a digital marketing agency for schools, and uh, he runs Marcom Society. Um, I love the advice that Brendan shared in my new book, Social Media for Schools, in our third chapter, which was all about purpose and goals. Brendan's really going to break down what is the purpose of social media for a school. And he is going to talk you through some great wisdom today in using social media to, to recruit new students and retain the students you have. It's really can be that simple. Um, and you're going to learn a lot from him in today's episode. Um, he's really going to break it down. He actually uh, worked in an independent school, uh, but the strategies that he's sharing can be used in public schools, private schools, charter schools, all sorts of schools. Um, so I'm excited for you to learn today. But first, I uh, just wanted to share um, thank you to everyone who has purchased the book. Um, it is already getting towards the end of June. So you should grab your copy, uh, Social Media for Schools, Proven Storytelling Strategies and Ideas to Celebrate Your Students and Staff While Keeping Your Sanity. It's a perfect summer read. And I just want to give a shout out uh, to the folks who have left me a review on Amazon. Thank you so much. If you are diving in or getting towards the end of the book and can go and leave me a review on Amazon, I would really appreciate it. Um, but Scott Chigi recently shared, it is incredibly important for all teachers, staff, etc., to promote their schools and districts. Andrea does an amazing job of breaking it down for social media and PR beginners to those gurus out there. I am using this book to inspire all of our teachers to tell their story before someone tells it for them. Thank you, Andrea, for taking the time to put open or to put pen to paper. This is probably the best social media book I have read for the education sector. Thank you so much, Scott. Grab this book. You can use it, especially as you head back to school for the new 23-24 school year. Let this be an inspiration. Stories from over 50 different schools across the country. And today you're going to meet one of them in the podcast. So let's get quickly to this week's K-12 PR tip. All right, today's K-12 PR tip is all about preparing for the new school year. And this is something your future self will really thank yourself for. Um, as you're meeting with the leaders in your schools, probably within your um, principals, um, definitely your cabinet level, talk about the days of the year, principal day, superintendent day. I don't think there is a superintendent day. There should be because principals get a principal day and a principal month. Um, teacher day, custodial workers day, um, you know, school nurse day. There's all these days. Okay. And they kind of sneak up on you. So what if you took just an hour and decided with your leadership team, okay, what days are we going to celebrate out on social media, especially? Which days are we going to celebrate? Which weeks? Which months? 
Yes or no? Are we going to celebrate it? And then step two is, how are you going to celebrate it? Are you going to get actual pictures from different schools? Or are you going to just create something generic? Which, by the way, something generic that just says, happy National Custodial Day, does not do as well as something that is customed to your staff. And it's got a picture of all your incredible custodians or a, future, or a, a few of them. And you can give a big shout out. So personalized is always better. But sometimes you don't have time to do everything, right? We got to set priorities. Part of my book is about um, keeping your sanity. So this tip will surely help keep your sanity if you can identify which events and which days and weeks and months you're going to recognize as a school on social media and then um, which ones you're going to leave off and feel good about that because you're making the decision with your leadership team on what you choose to identify and to recognize. Um, this is really going to help uh, hopefully smooth things out. Um, and then a bonus tip. Once you decide that you're going to celebrate something, and let's say you're going to get pictures from all of your campuses for paraprofessional day that happens in April, okay? You can, over the summer, schedule send out email reminders and copy in yourself so that those emails are already scheduled to go at the beginning of April and says, hey, make sure you get your uh, pictures into me by this date and copy yourself. So then you're reminded that you sent that email. Um, it's really going to help you be in more control and not scrambling at the last minute. So I hope you love this tip and I know you are going to love today's interview with Brendan Schneider. So let's get started. So what, just first of all, um, can you introduce yourself and your kind of your current role? So Brendan Schneider, uh, what I say is CEO or founder and CEO of Schneider B Media and the founder of the Marcom Society. Okay. And you were formerly with an academy. So can you just kind of describe yep. some of your experience um, with in that role and what you kind of did uh, and explain the school a little bit? Sure. So previous role, I spent 14 years at Swickley Academy, which is S-E-W-I. C-K-L-E-Y Academy, um, pre-K through 12 day school located outside of Pittsburgh. Uh, spent seven years as a director of admission and financial aid, and then seven years as director of advancement, which really meant external affairs. So uh, fundraising, admissions, marketing communications, alumni were all under me. Okay. And then before that was at a Western Reserve Academy, 12 years. Uh, boarding school nine to 12 and a lot of different roles, but ended as the, the director of enrollment management. Okay. When you got into that latest role what, or, or when you were doing like communication stuff, did you already have social media as part of kind of your engagement efforts and, you know, marketing efforts? Well, it's funny uh, how it started. So I, when I got to Swickley, it was 2008, nine economy tanked. Everybody freaked out. We we did kind of traditional app on marketing methods like billboards and hyper hyper targeted direct mail and placards at the Pittsburgh International Airport that were all unsuccessful. And when I define unsuccessful, I mean they did not increase what we called our interest indicators, our applications, inquiries, and visits. Um, 
to answer your question directly, the next thing we did was we ran to social media. It was just kind of blown up. So the thought was if we, um, and for the school, actually, I created the Facebook page and the Twitter account. And we thought if we <laughs> launched those social media channels, like hundreds of mission appropriate full pay families would come knocking at our door. They did not. So what I say is that social media by itself will not help your enrollment efforts. It has to be part of a larger strategy. Mm -hmm. So that's how I think about it. Yeah. So when you think about schools, both Sewickley Academy and others, um, in regards to some of the goals that social media can help you reach, um, knowing that there may be yeah. some intricate ties, wh yeah. what do you, what's your insight on that? Yeah, it's an important question. So the way I uh, think about it, and I didn't originally, so this is from Lessons Learned, is that, and I encourage schools to do this, think of social media as you post one of two ways, recruitment or retention. So what do I mean by that? Um, for re retention, we'll start with schools do this exceedingly well. Um, and what they do is they post content and they're not trying to drive the family from the social media channel to something else. So they just want people to consume the content there. And the way I think about that is retention. So the family can then say, this is why we've made the investment. And this is why we'll do it again next year and next year. Um, gold star for a school, if they get a person to take that kind of post and share it to their networks, right? So kind of 21st century word of mouth. The other way, which I think about is recruitment, I think schools do a pretty poor job over all of this, which is you post something, let's say on Facebook, and, and what you're trying to do is drive them back to one of your web assets, uh, your website or a blog where you can convert them from an anonymous visitor to could be something simple as an email address, because it's it's really really difficult to convert them on social. Um, so what I say is, I mean, these are, it's not just me, it's other people too, but like drive it back to web asset where you can convert them into an email address and drop them into lead nurturing emails or something else to get them down, um, you know, your admission process. Uh, the way I, I <clears throat> think about it goes back to a book by Gary Vaynerchuk called Jab, 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 Right Hook. I don't know if you've read that, Andrew, but the, the uh, that was the first book I read when I started my business. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. He's a little crazy, but I love him uh, and a little brash, but he's he he's smart. Anyways, the thought is um, he's a boxing aficionado, as you know, right? So uh, jab, 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 right hook is give, 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 sell. And from a school standpoint, I think it's retain, 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 recruit. So so it doesn't have to be three to one, but or, you know, four to one, but like just for schools to think about, do a retain post, a retain post, a retain post, do that recruit post where you're driving them back to web asset. Download our inquiry magnet, uh, sign up for an event, sign up for a tour, you know, things like sign up for our webinar, things like that. Yeah. Awesome. Do you feel like um, social media can be used to help improve communications within a school or school district? I do. I think it can. Uh, but again, the, the it's got to be part of a big strategy. And most importantly, in terms of communication, um, well, something popped into my head that was funny, at least funny to me. And I would say this to anybody at a school that's used, doing communication, you will never get it right. 
half the people, and you know this, you, you know, half the people are going to say you're doing a fabulous job and half the people are going to say you're doing a terrible job. It's just the nature of the business. Um, and I could tell you stories and stories where it's been frustrating, but that stuff happens for me. It's about picking the right chance. It's about, let's back up a little bit. It's about figuring out who you're trying to reach, picking the correct channel, being consistent, and then giving them a reason to check it again and again and again. So as long as they know they're going to get good content there, they're going to go. So if you decide that you're going to use, this might be a terrible example, um, your Instagram account for all meetings and put up a little graphic with your meetings, as long as you consistently do that and you tell people that, I, I think you're fine. I think it's when you don't have a strategy, when you one off here, one off there, and you're not consistent, and then people don't know what to do. Yeah. What about, um, because it's been very challenging for retention or attraction of staff, and I, you know, I, I have seen that social media can help play a role in that because people can see what it's like to work there through some of those channels. Um, do you think that social media can help that? I think it can. And I think it's about, it would be similar to what I just said. So like, um, thinking of that audience. So, so again, this all goes back to inbound and content, who you're trying to attract. So if you're trying to attract that faculty uh, member to your district or your school, um, what would they want to see? So is it photos of the textbooks that you're reading? Is it photos of your professional development? Is it photos of, um, you know, whatever. And I think the cross pollination is good. So if you're posting that content for a faculty member that you're trying to attract, I think parents would like to see that too, because these are the adults that we're trusting our children with and, oh, they're getting professional development. Oh, they're, you know, they're doing this or doing that. Um, I also think with social, this could be a win-win is that start to give your faculty control, like let them do takeovers. Right. And I mean, you, you talk about all this all the times, you know, like let them do takeovers and go behind the scenes. Parents would love to see that. So it's cross pollination, but like, Hey, what does the faculty room look like? <laughs> right. And, and then the classic is when a young child sees their teacher in a grocery store and they're like, Oh my gosh, they're real. They exist outside of the school. So, so, you know, there, there's that element as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else you'd like to share around social media, the importance of social media for schools? Yeah, the only thing I can think of is, as you know, organic reach is lower and lower and lower, and it's become pay to play, and they want you to spend money. So I, I really encourage schools who, again, they do a really poor job, I think, of the ask, that recruitment piece. And I think they do a really even worse job of asking for engagement. So one way you can kind of quote unquote game the system is to have people engage with your content, which then shows in the algorithm more. I mean, you, you know, all this stuff. So yeah. it's like, and, and if schools can ask open-ended questions, you know, you're coming up, who was your favorite teacher in the district or ask your alums or, uh, you know, I always like pick something from the cafeteria that day. Uh, 
picnic chicken or whatever. What do you, you know, I mean, but get people to do that or, you know, ask people to share certain posts or, you know, I've seen um, it's better on LinkedIn, but I've seen it on Facebook, you know, voting Mm -hmm. thumbs up is a yes, or this is a no. It's kind of corny, but it helps with the algorithm. And I think if schools understand that and know that the other thing too, and I I know you teach this is that um, this just popped into my head. Um, if schools can simply get past using social media as a scrapbook, they'll be successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so have some sort of strategy. Right. Um, I just, I don't know how much speaking you do now, but um, I've started doing that question right at the beginning of my presentation. And I show them how to do a blank, like Facebook background. And then like, you know, who was your second grade teacher or whatever. And then by the time I get to that content in my presentation, it's been 40 minutes And then people shout out how many comments they've gotten. Um, The most was like 147 in 40 minutes. And it's like, that is instant credibility, right? Because it's just, and most of them don't trust you. Like, you know, there's only a handful that do it because they're like, this lady's crazy. And then by the end of the, and then if you, you know, if you speak at the beginning of the conference, by the end of the conference, they're like, oh my God, I'm up to 900 responses. And it's all these people talking and they're sharing memories of their fate, you know? Um, and I'm just like, that's what it's about. Like, it's not just that you're driving the engagement, but there's, there are conversations happening. And then somebody just emailed me the, uh, yesterday and are like, the rest of our posts then reached more people too. And I'm like, Yes, because that's the <laughs> algorithm and that, you know, Facebook thinks you're putting out good stuff. So, yeah. um, and it also, I feel like it gets people used to wanting to comment on your stuff. So maybe the next time they see, Hey, this band did great job, you know, they're going to actually say, Hey, that's amazing. Um, you know, way to go or whatever. So you, you should start your book that way. Oh um, yeah have them do the post, do the post. And then at the end say, we'll come back to this. And then that's, at the end, that is true. Um, yeah, that's, no, a, that's, good idea. that's, a, that's a great idea though, to start the, start that it's, um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, ah, it escaped me anyways. Okay. Well, this will be super helpful. Like I said, we'll pull from this. Um, you know, some of your stuff is a little more advanced than all of what I'm going into, into the book. Sorry. But, um, but I'll, I'll pull from it and you'll get to approve it before it goes live. So Andrew, even if you need to like massage, right. Brent, does this sound okay? Um, it's, yes. I trust you. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll work through it. Um, awesome. well, if there's anything I can help with, let me know. I'm always one to be able to share. You guys have that free, you're part of that free training or whatever with Aubrey. Is that yeah, live she- right now? I don't even know. Uh, she had wrote me into doing something. Happy no, to do no, it. No, 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 no. You you guys, it, I saw it out on social. So it's like some free master class, like with you, you're featured and she's featured and it's the recorded one. Oh, EMA, the enrollment yeah. management thing in December. Yeah. I'm just doing a. No, teaching. no, no. It's online. It's online that you can sign up for. Is it was, it's really professionally done when you sitting on a couch talking about, Oh, that's, um, uh, Digistorm out of Australia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We filmed that in like February, March of last year or okay. this year. Would that Forever. be something good to share with my audience? 
I think so. There's a lot of good. Just sign up and take a look. There's a lot of good stuff in there. They asked a lot of, and it's so, the 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 um the production value, the quality, Andrea is like over the top. Yeah, I was watching. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, I mean, the, I was in. I had been in Philly speaking, and the guys were in Baltimore. I said, well, let me just drive down. I spent the night went to dinner with the guys and then they rented a um like a airbnb warehouse place like a co-working space for the day so that was the room i was in and we filmed that over like four hours and you know you film for four hours and they use like 40 seconds you know (laughs) but but the i was i was watching them going oh my gosh it's amazing. I think it's absolutely worth sharing it. Yeah. Okay. Just because I always include like a link to another article. And thanks for sharing my latest one in your yeah, yeah, newsletter. I, I appreciate that. But I'll, but if you ever need me to share something, you let me know because yeah. I'm glad to share your stuff. And happy to do the same, of course. Okay. okay. Awesome. Well, have a great day. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks, Andrew. Okay. See Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you learned a lot from this episode of the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. If you did, pass it on to others who might need to hear it too. And if you want to hang out with me even more, check out my membership program. It's the best way to get the year-round support, inspiration, and training on the ever-changing world of social media. Find out more at socialschoolforedu.com. We'll see you next week.